0: Welcome to The Aesthetic Report, a podcast for skincare professionals who want to grow in their careers by hearing directly from the individuals who have been there, done that, and are paving the future of their industry. Join us for the latest in all things skincare, beauty, wellness, business, and more. From interviews with leading experts to the burning topics on your mind, The Aesthetic Report starts now. Hey, welcome
1: to The Aesthetic Report, a podcast by Dermascope. I am Dorian Reyes, your on-air producer and managing editor of Dermascope magazine. I am here with our in-house esthetician team and some of my favorite licensed estheticians just in general, Lauren Farmer and Elizabeth Brazier. I can't wait to catch up with these ladies because it feels like I haven't seen them in like a year. So guys, what's up with you? How are you guys doing? Hi. Hi.
2: It's only been what, a couple months, but it feels like, it forever feels like we've had the holidays. We've had like, I feel like my schedule hasn't slowed down if anything. Yeah, it's been busy since the beginning of the year which is good. I mean, I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't know how it was going to go. I think a lot of us didn't know how it was going to go. And, you know, with all the talk of the recession, you know, recession recession and things, I think we always kind of wonder with our industry, but it never seems to slow down, which is fantastic. I've had so many people coming in like, I'm ready. I need to get things handled on my face. (laughs) Like, I've had so many (laughs) skin consultations in the past, like, month or two normally I'd get like a couple here and there like new clients but it's been a lot lately which is great I, I le- it's like a new project for me but I tell you meeting new people constantly is it's exhausting do you find that way Lauren I know you have a lot of like usual clients but you're you're like working <laughs> on new new treatment programs and stuff too
3: yes in January alone I had one new client in particular and She's in a pretty big community and she ended up sending me seven of her friends, (laughs) which all came within like that week and like that week after. And so that was a lot for me, that was a lot because I typically I get new clients, but not. All at once. All at once. Yeah, to, have to go through <laughs> client consultations with each one of them, and we're going through, you know, like a routine for all of them. And so I was very like thankful for that. I'm so grateful anytime that I get a new client, but to get that many, which kind of shocked me because it was at the be- I want to say like the second week in January, so I was like, dang, like this is gonna be You're a like, good okay. new year. year, yeah. <laughs>
2: That's how I felt with families lately. I've had a few families that were like, okay, I want to bring in my mom and I wanna bring in my sister and I wanna bring in my cousin. (laughs) Like, all right, you know, it's any family
1: gossip that you get that you're like, oh (laughs) my I should have known. I do a little
2: I definitely I had a um a bride to be which I had I had known her for a while, but she had really never come to see me and her sister in law has been a long time client of mine she's referred in a few people herself but then when she came in then mother of the bride came in who had been seeing another esthetician who retired for a long time so they were all fighting with each other that's the best drama too <laughs> i like so who are you mad at today okay who are we who are we mad at today Uh huh. but now that the wedding's over with everybody can just breathe and uh just have beautiful you
0: know, go on and about and their skin skincare. <laughs> mm-hmm. go about their skincare. <laughs> really cool. i think
1: that that should be yeah i'm going to actually change my email stamp instead of like sincerely it's going to be like go about your skin yeah. <laughs> well that's a <laughs> perfect lead in to today's topic which is client retention and growth which both of you guys seem to be having a great year mm-hmm. so congratulations to you. You don't have to worry. Uh, but both your books are both open, correct? Or are you guys like, mm-hmm. mm, I'm done for right now? No,
2: they're open. They're open yep. for sure. Open. I have them only open up to a certain time frame. Um, I used to just leave them open for the whole year. And we still don't do a ton of online booking, which is shocking to a lot of people. We have online requests Mm-hmm. which are a little bit different. So you can request for a spot, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get it or that it's going to be approved. It just kind of depends on machinery, what else you know we're doing, things like that. There's times where I just can't make it work with what else we've got going on in, uh, in, in the space. Also, sometimes just I don't feel like it's enough time for a specific service or if it's a new client or something like that. I like to give it a little bit more time And I also don't like clients just kind of straight up booking whatever they want either.
3: (laughs) Yeah. same. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, You, I don't know if it's just like getting into the business a little bit longer, you kind of get a little bit more uh, picky chintzy with what clients are allowed to do. You feel like, you know, what's best for them. And I, you know, I let them go, okay, you have this or this as a choice. What would you like to do kind of going forward? And that way they're, they're included in that, but I'm not going to give them all the choices. So yeah, I, I'm a little more controlling with the, with the books.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you have to.
3: My books are open, but I, I basically, everybody still calls and texts me for appointments. I don't really get a ton of online booking, but I don't really promote that a lot mm-hmm. in there because I want to be able to talk to the client or book them myself, especially because for me, my schedule is crazy with kids and sports and everything else.
2: Yeah. yeah. I know people that it works fantastically for, and mm-hmm. they love it. And they're like, it's like having a virtual assistant. I also like to know what they're looking for too. And I, I do have the luxury of having like a front desk coordinator which I know is not a luxury everybody has, but if you can ever like justify getting a coordinator, mm-hmm. you need it. And a good one at that, that can make or break how people actually get into your business, how they get booked, how mm-hmm. they find you and what their sense of like coming into your space will be. If you're not the one necessarily answering the phones all the time, which if you're in the treatment room, I mean, like, or right.
3: I don't know, how you do it sometimes, but uh, yeah, you know, I just get to them in between clients, or I get so many people that still text me. You know, there'll be new clients texting me and I guess it's just because they're being referred from other clients and they're like oh just text her blah, blah, blah. but then I'll kind of respond like I mean I could have a client masking and just real quick you know I'm over here responding to her like yes can't wait to meet you I'm gonna get you, you know and then after each client or you know I have like a five minute space I'll book them or call but it is a lot to keep up with sometimes sometimes I'm Mm -hmm. like
0: oops forgot to hmm."
3: the other night I even asked my husband I was like is it too late to call a client because I totally forgot to call her back and it was like 8 30 and she called it like 12. (laughs) I was like okay
2: (laughs) I just like kind of lost track of time I shoot a text I'd be like listen I know it's after hours and I'm sorry and you know and like especially when Piper first came I mean that was sometimes the only time I could get back to people was that like nine o'clock, ten o'clock, yeah. eleven o'clock at night. It is what it is. And they're like, it's okay. Yeah. And <laughs> I never understand. had a client that's like,
3: I'm not coming to you because you responded <laughs> five hours later. I mean and they are there are those
2: clients. I will yeah, say there are there are but, a, but yeah. guess what? You don't need them those clients. <laughs> They can go somewhere that answers the phone in, you know, yeah, two minutes and gets them in the same day. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah it it looks- it's great. not going to be over
1: here. <laughs> it's not going to be over here. <laughs> well, wow. was me. So sorry. <laughs> well, as like, we were kind of preparing for this episode and like, because we always get that question, like either emailed or put on social media of like, I don't know how to book my books or like when I do get people in the door, like. I never see them again, right? And that's so different from like when you hear you guys that are like well into your careers and you're like, I have a big client base and I'm seeing people all the time. But as I was preparing, it reminded me of something that I've heard Douglas Preston say a lot where he says, clients aren't as prevalent as we like to think they are. And he said that on the basis that most skincare professionals and estheticians have never really visited a spa. If they did, it was like special occasion things, but they were never regular clients until they actually became licensed. And he's like, and if you guys weren't regular clients, like what makes you think that like these regular Joe Schmoes are going to be like, I just have to go into the spa every month. But on the flip side, with everything growing and everyone being more interested in skincare and makeup being like, let's focus on skin so I can do less makeup. We're kind of in that gray area. of mm-hmm. Well, like, is there tons of clients out there or not? But I think that, yeah, like, it's like, well, it's not a yes or no question. It's, it's very complex. So yeah, I just wanted to go into that of what do you guys find is the most successful to get clients in to your doors? And once they're there, How is there any like telltale signs where you're like, this is, this is a good one. Yeah. I'd say as far as getting them in
2: the door, because I know this is the one thing that newer businesses or someone that's just opened their books or someone who may just feel a lull in their, you know, their books right now. They're like, how, how do I get people in the door? And I could say the first thing is drop the desperation. If you act like you're busy and you act like you're booked, all of a sudden everybody wants in. Mm -hmm. And so that is how... I responded every time that a client would call, I wouldn't give them all the days that I had open because then they're kind of starting to think to themselves, why do you have the entire week open? You say, okay, you know, are our afternoons or mornings better for you, you know, when they actually do call you know they say afternoons like well the only afternoon i have is on friday at 3 is that going to work for you and i kind of look at what do i already have booked i'm going to start to book kind of back to back and try to not have any gaps in my in my day as much as i can so they kind of see that client leaving they're coming in you're just like manifesting that you're busier than you are i don't know why it's always worked for me but it has and i don't know if it just puts that mindset in the client like She's someone, somebody they're coming to see. So they're going to start booking regularly. And I'm like, you know, these days get really booked up. It's probably best if you just book a couple months out and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. But just like fake it before you make it. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I was like, I want to say that without saying it because it sounds so cheesy, but you, you kind (laughs) of do. Then as far as like that, that law of attraction referrals, like Lauren was saying, I mean, I know everybody's like wants to think that social media is just the magic button for everyone, but I'd say referrals are just your number one client maker you make your clients the marketing for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, naturally, they're going to talk about you if they really love their experience, but ultimately, they're the ones that can do referrals, that can do reviews, that um, you can give cards to that they can hand out to their friends, family, whoever who are also looking for that that type of service. Cause they're going to go to lunch or they're going to go to whatever they're going to be like, wow, your skin looks really good. Your brows look really good. What have you been doing? That happens way more than you would ever expect because they're, they, they're usually like, I feel so good. I'm going to go to lunch with my girlfriend right after this.
1: So they're just like, you're
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm 100 percent on board with you as far as that. I mean, social media for me is definitely just a place that I kind of put things out there so people can know more about me and kind of like what I'm doing in the moment and a little bit about my family just so that they kind of get to know me and a little bit about like what I do in this fall. But I'm not really using it as a form of come see me. Like, you know, I don't really use it as that kind of a for it's just more of a platform for people to get on there. And I always tell people I'm like, yeah, share my Instagram, that way they can see what I'm doing. And I always put it in kind of that form. But my business since I've I've started was always like a word of mouth. And I was always told from anybody I was trained with years and years ago, they were like your best clients will be your word of mouth clients, they will be your referrals. And like you said, they're they're your walking billboards there. And especially within my area of where I work, so many people are going to work out and yoga and Pilates and lunch and happy hour. And that just seems to be the community that I'm in. I'm also near SMU, which is where I'm getting a lot of these referrals. And then it's like, once I get them in the door, like you said, I, and for me in my schedule, I do book back to back. So when someone comes in, the next person's typically, you know, waiting and like that. So the whole, like you look busy, it's, I guess for some of us, it is an actual thing. But I do think that that makes like, especially those new clients coming in, if you can book them after another client, they see that person leave and they're so happy and their skin is glowing. That even gets them excited before they even walk in the door and they've never even met you. And they're just kind of sitting there waiting like patiently. And then they see this client come out and she's just fabulous looking. And I feel like that right there puts already something inside of them of like, this is gonna be great. And so they go into it already with this like super positive attitude. I'm the same way. When people leave, and because my schedule is not as flexible as most, and I don't work all day into the mm-hmm. evenings, you know, I do make people book out or I I highly recommend it, especially for my Saturdays. And once my kiddos start sport season and all of that, I'm like, you need to get on the books. So I kind of Give them an option, but not really. I'm like, let's get you on there when it gets closer to the time. If you need to move it, you can. For the most part, they don't. They never have to move it, or it reminds them, and then they may move it like a day or two. But that has kept them, you know, coming back. And I also too, anytime a new client comes in, I send them a uh, a text message like follow up, like the next day or the day after, and I always follow up with them, and I'm like, hey, again, it was great to meet you. I wanted to check in, make sure your skin was okay. I wanted to make sure that the products we used were doing okay and that way it kind of gives them a sense of like I care too and I do that with all of my clients I'm even if they're like they come in for a new you know waxing appointment I still check in with them because again I feel like that puts me a level up about some people where I'm not just trying to get people in and out of the door I truly care about you and I want you to come back and I just think that that's been the biggest way for me that I've been able to to grow in in multiple ways
1: by myself. So social is more of like a client retention tool than it is for you, like sourcing your clients.
3: Yeah. And like Elizabeth said, in education and stuff, and I don't go as much into education as I would like to, which I do need to work on that. But I still feel like everything I'm putting out there is some sort of form of Education in a way because they're learning a little bit about me and maybe some services that I do where they're at least seeing my room or seeing a random product here and there or something to the nature where it just kind of keeps you a little bit engaged, you know, with them.
1: And that's interesting. Just because I I know I've seen them from Elizabeth Page. I'm sure I've seen it on yours as well, Lauren. Where before and after photos and I just always assumed that it was for people that aren't necessarily clients and they're like, oh wow, like she looks great. I want to look like that and that's why they book. But it's interesting to know that it's just kind of more like a, like a reminder, like, hey, do you remember how good you felt after your facial? Like-
2: mm-hmm. and, it, and it can be some. Now, I, I have had people yeah. who have been following me on Instagram for at least a couple of years. You know, they, they'd ask me a question here, ask me a question there. And I feel like sometimes the social media is a little bit of the long route. So that's why I'd say like referrals could be your quickest route because you're already the trusted source. You know, somebody close to them's already said like, this person is it. And you need to go see them. So in their mind, they're like, great. I don't have to feel them out. You've already had somebody vouch for you. That's Mm -hmm. like the best marketing that you could ever have. And then social media, you can become that trusted source of information. So that's why I like educational content, whether it's funny or anything like that. But, you know, clients are like, oh, okay. So they really know about things. And then they also kind of get to know your personality a little bit if you're sharing enough of that. So I do like to show my face a lot, probably a little too much. <laughs> because, and yeah, the client before and after some of them, the clients feed and they're like, Oh my God, I need to get in like that. That's amazing. But I've also had clients that have been there for a number of years. They're like, what is that? I need that done. So it's kind of more that upsell <laughs> to yeah, to uh, existing clients. Yeah. 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 And you know, I I hope that social media it can kind of keep growing in that sense where clients come to you as that trusted educational resource. But um, like Lauren said, I mean, when you're busy in the treatment room, it's hard and it's just you, like you can't spend all day curating everything on there all day long. Like that's just that's an entire day's job.
1: You're never gonna be like a social media manager, like that's right. just not your yeah, job. Yeah, because I'm not.
2: I'm not come to that
1: conclusion. That is not my job.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not my job. Yeah. You know, like we, we have ours for the spa and they put up, you know, specials and things like that. And sometimes before and afters, but you know, that's mostly what the clients follow it for is to see like what the month specials are or Mm -hmm. what's going on Like, what's the next event date. So we're, we have an open house coming up and and even events like that are also great builders. We get a lot of people who sometimes they, they want to bring a friend in, but the friend doesn't want to really schedule Mm -hmm. anything yet. And Mm -hmm. so we tell them, bring a friend and especially all of our, like, like you said, the, the good ones, the VIP Mm -hmm. clients, I think, uh, Ashley Curtis ages, Ashley online, she calls them golden clients. And I love that term. So that's like your, your top clientele. Mm -hmm. I I definitely tell those and I make sure that they, I highlight them in my, in my events. I even make them like demo models a lot of times too, because then they're getting Mm -hmm. basically a complimentary service. Mm -hmm. But usually they've spent well over and above that
1: in in the actual Mm -hmm. spa. Yeah. I mean, if you're good to them, they'll be good to you. Yes. yes. Exactly. Yes. So you mentioned that the spa that you work uh, at does do specials and events. Lauren, do you participate in any kind of like if it's a slow season, like discounts or like giveaways or like have you had any... Experience with anything like that?
3: Yeah, there's times on there that I'll put like for Christmas or like I ran specials for, like I put up a whole video um, near Thanksgiving and ran like fall, you know, specials. So I try to put stuff out there and run specials occasionally, but I don't find myself having to run specials all that often. I'm just, I guess I'm very lucky in that sense. If I do discount something, it may be something like on fibroblasts or some of my bigger treatments where I'm still trying to get some of those people in and to trust me with that service. Services like that, but I really don't discount or do a ton of specials. But I think it's different because I don't do lasers and a lot of that other, you know, so I feel like my services are already very reasonably priced and I offer packages, but I don't offer high, high packages. So I'm not doing packages of like 12, really, I really just kind of stick with like four and six if clients kind of want them. So I always let even new clients know that I have them available. So that right there is already like a slight discount if they want to go that route. But I will say I probably only have a handful of clients that even do a package. Most of them are perfectly fine coming in and just paying per month. You know, I think maybe if I was in a different like meds ball type environment or something where people needed to come in a little bit more frequently for something. I might do that more, but I I don't totally get a lot of feedback for that. Like I've gotten more feedback today putting like my DMS are blowing up for me doing flash extensions. Like, you know, and I'm not, I'm not even discounting. I'm just letting mm-hmm. people know that hey, I'm starting this service and it's <laughs> like, you know, and people are already like so excited. So I, I don't know. I think it just is kind of based on your clientele and kind of like where you are I guess who you're awesome. aiming for, right? Yeah, yeah where you are yeah. career-wise. Yeah. 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 And I'd stay okay. with that with the discounts
2: because a lot of times people kind of underpricing themselves because they're scared to price things too high. But the biggest thing is with that, if mm-hmm. you go a little bit higher, you do have that room to throw in a special, throw in some kind of added value, throw in, throw in a little discount if say someone is a returning client or sometimes will... We'll do like to sign up for our email, right? Mm -hmm. Because capturing email is also a really great marketing tool. People do still read emails some of the time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. 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 and especially a lot of the clientele that we get, you know, they are that generation that they still use their email, still read their email, and they know that that's where they're going to get our newsletter and things like that. So they'll get a twenty-five dollar voucher. They can use that for anything, and that way we've captured their their email address, even if they don't ever necessarily come in for a service then, but they will start getting the newsletters. And then eventually, you know, they'll book and things like that. But then they could use that $25 voucher for anything. Retail, usually it's a service because it's mm. when they're coming in, we just kind of put it towards the service. But then they, they don't think of it as necessarily a discount. It's like, oh, I've got $25 to spend. like, um, And then usually they'll buy a product or do an add-on. And that basically kind of evens it out. When they're coming in too, because they don't feel like they're, they've like, oh, I've got this $25. So yeah, now I can buy a product, which then ends up being well over that yes. base price oh, of yeah. that facial, you know? So you have to think in terms of that. Like, what are you getting back from doing something like that? You don't discount just to discount. Because then you're lowering the value of what you're doing. You're saying, I'm not good enough for you to pay well, this I'm, amount.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm full price, baby. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's,
3: it's your time and it's your worth and it's your knowledge. Yeah. It's your, it's your everything, you know, you should, yeah. You should be confident. Yeah. What is, what's
2: what's the saying that you see is like, uh, oh, are you free tomorrow? It's like, no, I'm expensive.
1: Tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm expensive. <laughs> Top dollar. <laughs> yeah. Top shelf. Over so, yeah. Well, if they're your golden clients, they definitely are. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. And they, and they'll never, they'll never ask you for a discount. Mm-hmm. I also have to, those clients who really just appreciate what you're doing and come in and, and spend the money. Like I almost have to remind them that like, Hey, you sent in so-and-so, so you've got $25 on your uh, account. Do you want to just like save it or do you want to use it towards the purchase? And so sometimes I'm like, Oh, okay you know make sure it works out symbiotically for the both yeah. of you because I, I feel like a lot of times people don't they're like oh I'll, I'll price my facial at $50 that way everybody comes in it's like well it's a
3: $50 facial <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: especially when you can easily throw in like a free like for me like a brow or a lip wax I do it all the time for people you know I'm like oh just let me clean these up yeah no try you know and just little things like that that don't even take up any extra time or money people are like oh thanks you know mm-hmm. and that's a $25 service you know right there for brows so
0: want to stay in the know on all things professional skincare follow Dermoscope on social media with plenty of memes reposts giveaways contests polls and of course education staying up to date on the latest and greatest in aesthetics has never been easier Follow at Dermascope on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and TikTok to get the quality content you've come to expect from the Authority on Professional Skincare. So when you have new clients on the
1: table, is that something that you would do just to kind of like butter them up maybe like that you're like oh you've actually you know you've been giving me all these green flags I think I want you to come back hey like let me do your eyebrows or is that something that you're like well we'll we'll put a hold on it to like let you know if like, you're serious about this It depends.
2: I save little like freebies and stuff for for the VIP clients like right now I have a bunch of these little eye and lash serums that I kind of stored away because we got them as like gifts from the company that mm-hmm. you know we were ordering from but I'm like, hey, do you want like a little eye treatment? We've got a little extra time if you if you want to. And they're like, okay, great. Yeah. You know, I'm like, no charge for today. They're like, really? I'm like, yep, no charge today, you know? So that's really nice. They don't
3: come to expect it. You know, it's showing that little bit of extra, like. Because you care and that you care about the client and they mean more to you than just money, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah,
2: as as you asked, Dorian, I mean, that brand new client through the door, I used to be that person that wanted to give them every single thing I had within that treatment time. I was like, they are going to love me and I am going to show them why they should never go anywhere else. But one, it just made me like one run over time a lot. And I just would end up feeling burnt out, especially if they for whatever reason they didn't rebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I did everything. Yeah. Like, why don't you love me? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you it all. So as someone so eloquently put it one time, they were like, date your clients. Don't give them everything up front. Yeah. And so I've I've developed that a little. I'm still that person that's like, I want to do everything because I love your skin so much. And I just but I have to hold myself back. I'm like, hey, next time we're going to work on this. And next time we're going to do, you know, this. So that they have that incentive to then come back. Yeah. Because if they feel like they got everything in one service, like, they're like, great. I'm done. Cool. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. need to come back. There's nothing more that
0: I need to see. <laughs> exactly. There's nothing more
2: left. There is yeah. no course to be to be dealt with anymore. I don't need to come back for a year. <laughs> yeah. I'm good for a whole year. And they wouldn't. They wouldn't.
1: Exactly. Lord. Like left. They would not come for like a year. So. Okay. So. <laughs> Is there any like quicks, do's and don'ts that you guys would say for new clients? Like obviously always do a consultation. Lauren, you mentioned that you always follow up.
3: I always follow up and I always, especially new clients, I always let them know as they're leaving other services that I have to offer, because I'm one too, that if they come monthly, I don't typically do the same thing every month. Your skin is constantly changing. You always need something. So I always let them know we've got some other awesome enzymes we can do. I also offer this, I offer this, we can try this next time. And it leaves that little bit of excitement also for them to come back and want to see more. So I always Mm -hmm. kind of throw that out there, like as they're kind of walking out the door and then I like follow up with them the next day. So it's just kind of like those little, But I I don't ever just, like you said, give them everything all at once, because then they don't have an excitement to come back four weeks later, or six weeks later, (laughs) which is what people. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, exactly. And I think the follow up is something that a lot of people don't follow through with. And I did find myself like getting away from it for a time and I couldn't figure out, I'm like, hmm, why are clients kind of falling off of the, you know, here and there, or like they were scheduled and then they would fall off because they would kind of forget what our plans were. Mm -hmm. So I had a question for you, Lauren, about the follow-up because Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make it a little more automated. So do you have a written out response for follow-ups that you copy and paste, or do you type out everything to each client individually?
1: I type it out individually to each client. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I do.
3: Um, You know, I guess I make things a lot. I don't know. I make things kind of hard on myself with everything. I'm just so old school about, I mean, I still have paper forms for them to fill out when they come in because it's just like one sheet and like half on the back. Unless they're doing fibroblast or something intense, but I still do paper forms because I'm just still like that person where like I like to touch things and I write notes on things and I mean I still do business cards that I give people, but I mean this stuff works and I feel like people are always just like oh okay like I don't ever get questions about it, but that's why I still send a very personalized text to them. And it's not automated because I feel like each person's coming in for something so different that I always make sure I add in there, like what they got that I wanted to check in. If I went through my text, it's so different, each client. I know I've thought about getting just like
2: making an automated response and then like Filling in some things, you know, when I send it out to them about either like a new product or, yeah, you know, they're how their skin is feeling a couple of days later. Because, you know, with mine, it's so different because I could have a facial where it's like the next day you could see how they're, but then, you know, they got something very ablative and, you know, it's going to take a couple of days for them to, to start. A little yeah, little to bit
1: feel stuff. A little bit better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have to keep working on it to, to streamline it a little bit because, yeah, sitting there and like writing back all day long. It's a time suck. Yeah.
1: Well, I just wanted to let you guys know that your skin is important to me, yeah, which brings yeah. us to uh-huh. our next segment of the podcast, which is what products are we loving this month? This is very special because we haven't really got to talk about like specific Products on the podcast before, just because, you know, we're very generic around here, but we decided to mix it up this season. And we're going to be talking about some of the products that are the Estheticians Choice Awards, which if you guys don't know, check out our products and education guide. But we had a very special segment of that called The Best of the Best. So it has some brands that most people are familiar with DMK, Circadia, Based Reality, Pure Fiji, and Victoria Deanne. So we were lucky enough to you out some of those products products and we worked with them for a couple weeks and I just want to know what you guys are feeling, what you guys are loving. Uh, Lauren, we can start with you. What products were you reviewing for us? So, and I know Elizabeth
3: will agree with me on this mm-hmm. one, but the Circadia vitamin veil cleanser, it's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And it, it's been one of my favorite like oil cleansers. It's just good, especially right now, cause my skin has been kind of a mess. So it's kind of helped get my skin kind of back on track and I've been more dry lately just with pregnancy hormones and everything. I'm like dry with breakouts and everything. So it's been amazing. I just absolutely love it. It makes my skin feel super silky. And then I'm also using um, the Fiji hydrating body lotion, which smells like the beach. It smells like heaven. Um, even my kids say it smells amazing. <laughs> <laughs> which infusion do you have? The coconut. The coconut. Yeah, that one. Oof. Yeah. So it smells like the beach. I mean, every time I put it on, my husband and my kids are like, "You smell so good." So I'm just like bathing myself in it and putting it on my tummy because my tummy's starting to. Oh. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm getting it everywhere and I feel like I smell like summer. If you smell me right now, I've actually got <laughs> some really, on It's really hydrating and doesn't make you feel it's kind of like the circadia, like with the vitamin B. I don't have this oily sheen and I don't feel greasy afterwards, which I love. So, both of those products have been amazing because they're doing their job, but they're not making me feel. Oily and sticky because I don't, I'm not a huge lotion person either. And that the good thing about the Fiji body lotion, it doesn't have like a tacky feel to it, which is really nice. I, if I could get it by like the
1: gallon, I would honestly. Yeah. So the circadian yeah. cancer too. I'm going
3: to need some more like ASAP.
2: Yeah. They <laughs> so right. are making me jealous. Like I never thought I would like anything coconut based, but you know, this one's good. Yeah. I, I like a good coconut, like not the fakey coconut. I want the good, the yeah, good coconut scent. This, this yeah. is from Fiji. This
1: is fancy. This is
2: from Fiji, straight, mm-hmm. straight no from Fiji. Fiji. So it's like Fiji. just yeah. straight coconut. Yeah. right? It's like you. legit
0: coconut, <laughs> not like Bath and Body Works
2: coconut. It's like Bath <laughs> like yeah. Body Works coconut. We don't talk about Bath and Body's <laughs> coconut on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no. No, no, that's why I
0: said it's not like
2: yeah. theirs. It's not the fake, overly. Yeah. No.
1: Right. Well, Elizabeth, what are you trying this month?
2: So I'm like, I don't even know if you can see, cause I think I'm, I think I'm starting to be done, but I'm, I'm definitely having a little bit of like a mild peel from my face reality peel, even mm. it was the number one, which really was pretty, it was very gentle. I was really excited and I think I put it on everybody's face at the spa, like all of my other uh, coworkers and everything. I'm like, Hey, you want to peel really fast? Cause it is super fast. It's like, 10 minutes to do cleanse tone, put it on there, let it sit, let it work, let them get to zero, do another layer, things like that. And they all were like, all right, that was easy. And I will say like, I was having a couple little, like, I think they're stress induced forehead temple breakouts. And so I purged just the hair, but they're already starting to go down and it hasn't even been a full week yet, but I definitely got some peeling like around my mouth area. So my skin was overdue for for a good peel. But it has mandelic acid, which is one of my favorites and so good for acne. It has TCA, has some lactic. So you feel really bright right afterwards too. And even the other girls at work were like, man, I feel glowy right now. I'm like, you're probably going to feel a little tighter and a little drier in a couple of days. But right now, yeah, you look look super glowy. (laughs) And then the other thing was the new... Acne product to me because I feel like I had seen this years back, but I'd never tried it. Was the Pepti Acne from Victoria Deanne, mm-hmm. and I know their peptide technology is just incredible. But this feels really beautiful. Um, it's been nice with the peel because <laughs> it's all about yeah. barrier recovery mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, really kind of getting the skin to to heal itself in a sense. So it's not that standard like salicylic acid drying Mm -hmm. agent, which I tend to not go for even with the majority of my clients too, because again, most of their skin can't tolerate that or it's not, it's not that type of skin that can really deal with heavy drying agents. So I love stuff like this. That's more about recovery, about letting the skin kind of function and talk to itself better and heal a little bit faster too, because again, that kind of older skin or that skin that's really compromised that healing is just so slow. So you get to a clearing faster with that, but yeah, I really, I really enjoyed putting that on. It's, it's felt nice and it doesn't compete with anything else that you're putting on too.
1: You no, know, Victoria Deanne and their peptides. Like I am a peptide addict. I think
2: we all are peptide addicts. That's <laughs> fine, you know. <laughs>
1: peptides are great. Yeah, and <laughs> then they're like in the lab. Mark, they're like uh, leader of everything. He's just like in the lab. Like every time I have to ask a question, they're like, "Mark is in the lab. He's creating, you know, new peptides. They're like patenting new peptides." So it's like it's really yeah. They're, I'm like, okay, so you guys know what you're talking about, okay, you know, like it's. Nice to see that because mm-hmm. people tell you what a peptide is and you're like, I think I kind of grasp it. I get it, but I don't. It, really but, I don't. It, but I don't.
2: Clients hear peptides. They hear peptides everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they are everywhere. There are skincare companies. There's supplement companies selling them, you know, mm-hmm. peptide products and things like that. And they're like, I don't understand, but I feel like I need it. Yeah, I need
1: it. I don't care. <laughs> Give it to me in a bottle. I need it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I, this is like probably like my fourth bottle, but I got the beta gel. By DNK Skin Revision, which oh, if jealous. you don't know, you should know, definitely. Like yes. I think Beta gel was the first, like when I first started working, like you hear a lot of product names being thrown around and whatever. But I remember beta mm-hmm. gel was one that stuck just because everyone mentioned it so much. And also yeah. Just the fact that you're like, oh, it's a gel. Like, you're like, well, isn't it a serum? I'm confused. But the consistency is very much gel like. And like, when you put it on, it really does cloak your face, kind of similar to the way that the vitamin field is, where you're like, I can feel it like mm-hmm. all day long, but like not in a bad way, in like a protective way. Yeah. So, this is specifically formulated for, I want to say, irritated no um really like distressed skin so it's good for if you have burns it's good if you're having some kind of irritation or a flare up from acne eczema psoriasis any of that but it's also good just for like aging skin which who doesn't have that so <laughs> i highly recommend to like anybody i think that I'm very lucky to have gotten to try it, to be honest with you, because when DMK products come in the office, like they go fast. So the fact that I have got to try it, I'm just like, thank you, DM, Because they've sent it to directly to me just from after visiting their headquarters and stuff. And I'm like, wow, no one can take this one from me because I'm I'm myself on the West Coast. I've tried
2: to snag a few in the
1: past and I was like, and they were gone. They were gone. They were, they were gone. Yeah. So it has beta glucan, has peptides as well. We're all peptide addicts, and I think if I remember correctly, I think because they have all their home care products right, and you can customize in whatever kind of client you're trying to. If they're hyperpigmentation prone or you know acne, whatever. But I think if I remember just like reading all their all their marketing material, is that like everybody's going to be using beta gel. Like it doesn't yeah. kind of for everybody thing. So when the best of the best and they were one of them, I'm like, yeah, of course it's, it's beta. Like I, like when, I think that was my number one comment is when we posted all of our best of the best on Instagram, everyone was like, I'm not surprised. No surprises here. Like, yep, this is it. <laughs> beta so, yeah. Well, that yeah. too, but even just like the yeah. circadia one. And pretty much everybody was like, yeah, like I can't believe it took you guys this long to <laughs> to recognize that like, every, yeah, these are good products, but not just good the best of the best but definitely for our listeners if you guys want to learn more about these products check out the products and education guide and the cover article and elizabeth was even quoted in it so if you love her too you can get a little piece of her there but yeah definitely check out the best of the best and because we're excited and that means that y'all should be excited because we wouldn't just call something best of the best for nothing. But yeah, so yeah, I'm glad we're all loving our products. We all look beautiful, even Lauren, who's like, "No, I'm, I feel so I feel like not a pregnancy glove-y.
2: Glove-y. <laughs> I, I think know. you're I glowing. I love you guys, but I'm not, mm, I'm not really glowing today. <laughs> it's just it's what you get. I said I'm glad that I wasn't like I was peeling way more yesterday, and I'm like, okay, I guess it's not doing too bad today. I can't see anything
0: here. I'm trying to see my, it, but I don't see it. Uh, okay, yeah, take no. pictures,
1: send it to the group chat. We'll it it. look at those. I feels. put on like yeah. nine
2: pounds of post post protection, like cream. So <laughs> that's probably that's why. why you're nice and shiny. <laughs> so nice you're and shiny.
1: <laughs> all right, well, that was our product review. So moving on to our last and everyone's favorite segment, and by everyone, I mean Amanda Strong Miller. We're gonna play a game. This mm-hmm. so one's a little different. It is called Sort It Out. So, what we do, the objection of this game is to correctly guess the order of which skincare ingredients are most Googled. I have six for you. So, I'm going to list them out of order, and you guys are going to try to list from one to six, which is what you think is the most, and six being the least Googled. Okay. So, we have one lactic acid, two hyaluronic acid, three coconut oil, four, collagen, five, retinol, and six, vitamin A. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't vitamin A. It was vitamin E. So I'll give you guys a little minute just to think about it while Mm -hmm. I number
0: my correct one.
1: I'm actually very surprised. Okay. Let me know when you guys are ready.
2: I know. I'm putting mine in like a, I feel like a surprising order only because of what clients have asked about over the years. Yeah, we'll see. So I don't know. We'll that's see. why,
1: maybe you know. I will have to say the stakes are low. I don't have a prize for the winner. you get bragging rights. It's okay. okay. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. All I'll right. Mine okay. too. Lauren,
3: you go first. It's so great. I did retinol as number one. I did collagen as two. I did hyaluronic as three. Coconut oil as four.
1: Lactic is five vitamin E six. Yeah. All right. That's what I got. I'm going to try to remember that. Okay. So let's see, Elizabeth, what do you think is most Google things Googled? So I'm going coconut oil,
2: collagen, uh, vitamin E, then hyaluronic, then retinol and lactic.
1: So I have to say, out of both, you guys are both wrong. <laughs> Naturally, <laughs> you guys are both wrong. But Elizabeth cool. did get a few of the ones in the correct order. But yeah, so I would say that out of if we're picking the most correct, Elizabeth was the most correct, which makes sense. I mean, you got to win these times. You're the ingredient <laughs> queen. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so the correct order, um, so number one with 43,000 Google searches is coconut oil. Mm -hmm. So that's it. And then number two with 31,000 is vitamin E. Then with 24,000, we have lactic acid. 23,000 is number four, and that is collagen. Then we have retinol at 22,000. And the last one, hyaluronic acid. 000, wow. Which yeah. I would have put my number one. Yeah. <laughs> I just,
2: I think, I think about the lifespan of Google, right? And yeah, so Lauren, you remember when we were probably like baby estheticians, right? And coconut yeah. oil just had a surge. That is true. Everybody was using coconut Everyone oil. Everyone was slathering done. on their face, on their hair, yeah. on their body. Everywhere. And lashes, on their life. It. Like it just... Yeah, there are babies everywhere That is true I should have thought about that more because literally I was like there's no way that people aren't just like going where do I where can I how do I use coconut oil on myself you know yeah don't do that but um everybody was doing it yeah but yeah I'm surprised about hyaluronic a little bit but again I, I think on the grand scale of things it is such a newer ingredient to be highlighted you know
1: Mm-hmm. Right,
2: that is true. Yeah, but like retinol's been known for a while, and yeah. vitamin E definitely. I should have thought about vitamin E as the secondary. Because it's almost like a coconut oil. People are like, "Oh, I put that on my lips," and I, I just put that. Which, by the way, you can't yeah. do vitamin E by itself. So when people are breaking open those capsules and putting it on their face, yeah, don't.
1: It's, <laughs> don't not, do doing anything.
2: Don't do it's not doing anything. Don't do that.
1: Okay. Well, we're all winners. How I always found the aesthetic force. because <laughs> <It's good laughs> I get to spend this time with you. Yeah. So I hope you guys feel the same. Well, this was a really good first episode with you guys for season three. So I hope you listeners feel the same way and you're energized and ready to either get new clients or just put all you can into your existing clients to make them golden and maybe they'll bring in more golden clients. And then you guys are not going to know what to do with yourself. Thank you for spending this time with us and we'll see you next time.
0: Bye everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Aesthetic Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. If you love the show, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and tell all your SD Besties to give us a listen. And don't forget, the education doesn't stop here. The Aesthetic Report is one of many platforms offered by Dermascope. Visit dermascope.com for more education and industry news from the Authority on Professional Skin Care. Stay tuned and we'll see you next time for another episode of The Aesthetic Report.